Welcome, it's Jeremy Allen Gould. I'm coming to you today to confirm between God and of man that in fact, the rumors that you have all heard are true. I started this podcast because I freaking love music. I was privileged enough to book amazing artists and bands in the past, and I was lucky enough to stay in touch with many of them to this day. This is a place to hear their stories. Thank you so much for riding along on this journey, and I hope you enjoy what you hear. With that said, the rumors are definitely true. Welcome back to this latest episode. My name is Jeremy, and this is the Rumors Are True podcast. Today, I welcome Jonah Weingarten from the band Pyramaze. Pyramaze is an incredible progressive metal band that I discovered a couple years ago, actually during COVID, because I was bored. And I've been obsessed with them ever since. Incredible songwriting, incredible production, incredible artwork, all the whole shebang. It's in so, so good. So I hope you enjoy this latest episode. Uh, we talk about uh, the records Epitaph, Contingent, Disciples of the Sun, and the new record they have coming out, Bloodlines, uh, here in uh, June. So what an awesome conversation with Jonah. Really, really cool to uh, kind of know his thoughts and perspective on the band in general. So thank you, and I hope you enjoy this latest episode with Jonah Weingarten from Paramaze. Hey, Jonah, thanks so much for coming on my podcast, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, bud. Absolutely. Uh, what are you up to now? What's what's going on in your life currently? Well, um, at the moment, I am preparing to 
um, head over to Europe because Pyramids, uh, we're playing our first show in three and a half years. Wow. Um, we're playing the Nordic Noise Festival in Copenhagen um, on the 12th. Yeah. That's awesome. That's exciting. You got, um, I was going to ask you later on, but any, any tour plans other than that, or it's just, just one off? Yeah, that's the only thing on the books right now. And uh, Bruce approves. Um, and yeah, so we're, we're headlining this festival with Tigers of Pantang, Evergrey, and Eclipse. Very cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Sweet, man. Well, um, I wanted to ask you kind of growing up for you, what was, um, you know, what was it like? What kind of music influences bands kind of uh, was in your in your circulation when you were growing up? Kind of maybe bring me back to growing up for you. Well, I didn't get into metal until later in high school, really. Um, I had all my like gateway bands like Metallica and um, Megadeth and Limp Bizkit and Korn and stuff like that. And Rammstein, typical uh, millennial, like in high school, late, late nineties. Yeah. Um, But I've always loved film score music and film score music has has had the biggest influence on me of anything. That's so cool. Um, And you can hear it a lot in what I do, you know, like, Hans Zimmer, John Williams, um, Thomas Newman, Alan Silvestri, Danny Elfman, you know, all the greats. Yeah. That's so cool. Those guys are my jam. (laughs) That's awesome, man. Have you heard of a a band called Hammock? No. Okay. You should check them out. They're kind of that, that that vibe. It's just, uh, they're like cigarettes, I guess, if you will, just very, uh, you know, atmospheric, I guess. And and they have do, do stuff for TV and film as well. But anyway, um yeah so let's talk about how pyramids kind of uh how how you started pyramids kind of maybe take me back to kind of how that um began you know obviously you're listening to these influences and that kind of translated into the music so how did pyramids kind of come to so pyramids was founded in 2002 by a fellow named michael Kamer in denmark and um his plan was to put together uh, a full album and get the best musicians he could to play on it um but he couldn't find a keyboard player uh that was up to the level that he wanted in all of denmark um and it just so happened that i had posted a message on the vakken open air festival guest book saying like oh hey i'm a keyboardist from the u.s looking to join a band in europe and he happened to see that and so he wrote me an email I was 19 years old. Yeah. And so he, he wrote me an email and then asked me to audition and I sent over a VHS tape, um, back in April of 2002 of me playing. And, um, yeah, so he flew me to, to Denmark in January of 2003 and we recorded our first album, which was melancholy beast. And, um, that obviously made a splash and yeah, we got signed to like EMI Japan and so nuts. That's cool. Um, That's so random. That's an awesome story. I mean, like the fact that it's just kind of happenstance that, you know, but, you know, now you're on on a journey of, you know, an amazing band. It's funny because I was telling you earlier, I actually discovered you guys randomly. I was listening to something. I don't even remember what I was listening to. And it was like a Spotify playlist and you guys came on and I was one of your songs from Epitaph and I was just floored. I was like, what is this? It's so... The production, the artwork, everything about it was just like un- incredible. And I got completely, I went on a deep dive, <laughs> like, you know, I started to like get back into the older records as well. And I just, so that's kind of why I reached out to you. Cause I was like, man, this band needs to be heard. Not that you're not, but I just, to me, I'm like, you guys are so phenomenal. So 
Um, so let's talk uh, briefly kind of about maybe the Disciples of the Sun record. I know you've got an extensive catalog. I just kind of wanted to touch on uh, the newer records, um, you know, because I know that's kind of when your new, newest singer came in, I guess, into the fold. Yeah. 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 Not that the other ones weren't good. I just, you know, kind of wanted to pinpoint on those. So let's talk about the Disciples of the, of the Sun record kind of briefly. Maybe some memories or um, thoughts from that time. Yeah. Well, so the Disciples of the Sun record, that was like our rebirth, basically. Um, that was our first album that we did with um, Jacob Hansen as our guitarist and with Teria Haroy as our singer. Um, so it was a very new lineup. Um, you know, we still had myself and um, Morton, the drummer, and then Toke, the guitarist, who, who played leads or whatever. But um, and Jakob came in and... Um, they call him Jakob in Denmark, uh, you know, so if I call him that, I'm, I'm talking about Jacob Hansen. Um, Jakob came in and became one of the songwriters, you know, one of the main songwriters also. So our sound sort of, you know, naturally changed. Um, we still had a lot of elements of what Pyramids was, but, um, it sort of became this newer, um, a little bit more modern sounding band that we are now and like we've continued to refine our sound um through the albums and disciples the song disciples of the sun just became like our anthem and yeah. it sort of was you know this like big rebirth and we had this big song and we did this music video and like we had like rammstein's lighting guy for our music video and it was just this big like production and it was just so cool and it was very much like hey we're we're back you know after our hiatus and we have some new members and we're ready to rock again. So did you see an increase in the fan base? Did you see, how was the reception for that record? Um, it seemed like for the most part, people liked it. Um, you know, you have your like purists who are like, you know, who only like our first two albums cause Lance King sat, you know, sang on that and it was more like power metal ish and this and that and the other. And, Sure. You know, whatever. I mean, there is kind of a division in our fan base from like our older fans and our newer fans. But, um, you know, our, our truest fans obviously follow us for all sure. of them. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So I think I think that we're always making good music, even if it is evolving and sounding different. And yeah, it's just it's pyramids. So it's just kind of is what it is, you know. What were the influences for that record? I mean, that you can think of, like, what were what were you guys collectively maybe listening to that maybe influenced the change in, in the sound? Um, well, I mean, Jakob brought in, of course, all hit all of his influences and his songwriting style. Um, and you know, previously he's known for being in the band Invocator for being the main man of Invocator, and that mm -hmm. was more of like a thrash metal band kind of. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Terry's vocal style is a bit, um, I would say kind of bluesier. He's got, he's got a little bit of a Chris Cornell thing going on, sort of mixed with Dio and yeah. Jorn Landa. And so, I mean, we're all, we're all bringing in our respective influences. My influences, you know, have, have grown and evolved over time too. Sure. Uh, you know, the older I get, the the less metal I listen to actually. The same more, here, uh, same here. More film score and stuff like that that I'm listening to, but. Yeah. That's cool, yeah, I mean, I can totally, uh, since you mentioned uh, the film score, you know, with that record, Epitaph, and just specifically, I can totally see what you're saying. You know, like I can, the grandioseness <laughs> of it, you know, I, I mm -hmm. totally can see that, so. 
Um, let's uh, maybe touch on the contingent record, maybe some thoughts from that record. I know it's obviously in the next step in the progression of, of the new sound, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe talk about that record a little bit. Um, so contingent seems like um, everybody's least favorite record. <laughs> of the band um, or just in general? Um, like the fans seem to that sort of seems to be the consensus based on what I've been able to ascertain Yeah, is yeah. that like, um, it's not like people hated it, but they just felt like it wasn't as good as our other records, but contingent was a bit more proggy and, um, like thematically was very like futuristic and post-apocalyptic. And so I think that our fan base was maybe just vibing on that a little bit less mm-hmm. in general. Right. So, I mean, there's some really great songs on that yeah, record. Absolutely. Um, like Starman and A World Divided and Nemesis um, are some of the ones that are coming to my mind right now. But some of the deeper tracks on that album, I think, are really great. I, I just hope that people would give it another chance, you know, now that, some year, now that some years have passed. Um, I, like as a keyboardist, I was experimenting with more um sort of like industrial sounds and um like these sort of cinematic um sound designy type things here and there i mean it's yeah. still like symphonic and everything too you know yeah yeah that's cool man i i like the record as a whole and like i said i went on the deep dive so i kind of went backwards but i think it is phenomenal i, I love well, it thank you so um so i forgot to ask you um disciples of the sun and contingent was what was the touring like for was there any tours or was it just kind of spot dates is it just i know you're all over the place you know yeah we've never really toured we've been more of a kind of one-off festival band um and it does just sort of fits in with our lifestyles no makes sense totally um yeah we're not like a hit the road for four weeks and you know and grind type of band we're just like we're going to make the best music we can play it here um, and there Yeah, when we can make it, you know, do some festivals, have some fun and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, is this kind of when you guys joined AFM, um, records, was that right before contingent or no? So, um, disciples of the sun and contingent or were inner out wound. Um, inner wound. Yeah. yeah inner okay. Which is a Swedish label. Yeah. Yeah. So how did, did you get linked up with AFM? For the after that, um, I mean through Jakob, um, he you know he's with his producing and mixing and stuff like that has done a lot of work for AFM, so he had a lot of contacts there, and I think um, you know we had been on AFM's radar anyway mm-hmm. because I know that we had been talking to them here and there, but it just worked out that after contingent that AFM wanted to sign us. Very cool. Um and. Uh, you know, we want to, we want to keep growing as best we can, even though we don't tour all the time. Sure. So a- AFM being a much bigger label, we felt like they could, you know, they had a little bit more pull and a little sure. bit more. I love uh, the label. I, I think yeah. it's fantastic. I mean, they have um, such a, it, it's a wide a, variety. It's actually always been a dream of mine to be an AFM records recording artist. And That's so, cool. so. That's right. Yeah. Level up, right? <laughs> sweet well let's talk about um I, I probably my favorite record uh you know obviously until the new one hopefully uh epitaph phenomenal record i really am like everything everything about it i love artwork production songs 
I think is a perfect record, literally perfect. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I really think that it's so good. Um, yeah, let's talk about about that record. Uh, I know it was, you know, during uh, 2020, which was you know kind of uh, odd year in general. So kind of maybe talk about the recording of that record, maybe the songs, and you know, maybe just you know tell me what you think about that record in general. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So Epitaph, that was our pandemic record. Um, so we've never played any of those songs live, actually, and we're going to be playing a handful of them live for the first time. That's so cool. Um, and you know. Uh, at the Nordic noise festival, but yeah, I mean that album, I feel like it's really, it's so diverse. It's got something for everyone on there. Um, every song is really different, but still sounds like pyramids. And then you have some really cool things like the transcendent song featuring Britney slays, um, the time traveler. That's my jam. Like, yeah. Phenomenal song. Like, I'm so glad you like that. I kind of want to do something. I want to do something like that again. Dude, it is Man, it is legitimately like getting on a roller coaster, you know what I mean? And just going through and I, the way it's written is so brilliant in my opinion. And I love every vocalist is so different. And I love how the, I don't know, man, it is an incredible song. Like, I'm really glad you like it. Yeah. And the, and the, the music video for it, we did like this animated yeah. comic book style music video. And it's, it's just so cool. Like, and when I was, my idea for it was that it would be something that like dudes our age could that could get their kids into or something too totally you know because it's because of all the animation and everything and this like cool really cool story and this and that so how did you guys write that song i i kind of read i think it was a former member maybe it was like his idea or something like that it was maybe i so um it was actually my idea okay to, to have a long epic song and to include like all of the pyramid singers playing so different cool. parts. So I wrote um, all the orchestration and everything like that for it first. And then they added the guitars and drums. And then we handed it to Michael Kamer, who was our founding. That's what I read. And had him write the story and the lyrics. Okay. And then, um, yeah, and got Matt and Lance to sing on it and everything. And then from there, it was like, okay. Um, handing it to this amazing artist artist named nigel lemon he's a canadian guy who's a huge pyramids fan and of course he wanted to do it and do all the it's all hand painted so cool art for it and everything and then um a guy named chance white in atlanta um like i don't know how to like animated this stuff you know like did all the post-production and editing and everything and it is amazing love it thank you yeah, Absolutely such not. a big project. I mean, that was a huge undertaking. Just that one song. It felt like working on a whole album. Wow. So um, when when you guys were recording that, what was everyone like? Was everyone just ecstatic? Or like, you, I mean, you knew the vision of the song, but like when it came to fruition, how? I mean, how did that make you guys feel? Um, like we had accomplished something really great that will stand the, te- the test of time. You know, that's. Um, I know that's a lot of people's favorite song from the epitaph album. Um, but also, I mean, it's really like all, the ultimate form of fan service. Cause we're like, okay, so we want to like create something that will unite our, the, our older fans and yeah, our newer you're honoring fans. the past. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I know like, there's no way that fans from our first three albums wouldn't love it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, this is that whole, I, I think and the whole record, it's it's weird because I, 
think it in a, I don't want this to sound wrong. I think it could be like on the radio. Like there's certain songs I think could be like a potentially a hit, you know, in rock radio, I'm not saying that's what I want. I'm just saying it, it's so catchy. It's so incredibly well-written and I don't know. I just, I mean, I know we were just talking about the time traveler. It's just a man cohesively. That record is just brilliant. And I'm glad I, glad I, felt, I stumbled upon it. Cause I, you know, I got obsessed with it. So you probably yeah. made some pennies on Spotify. From, from the- Spotify playlists are, you know, a great thing, like to be able to totally to get a, you know, get a track on there. I think we had, um, yeah, definitely a few songs on that made it to a bunch of big playlists. Yeah. Um, and that, and that helped. Yeah. I mean, in these days, if we're not playing a lot of shows, like, you know, you have to take advantage of stuff exactly. like that. To, and I got, a, I got a copy of the vinyl of Epitaph, which turned out beautiful. Yeah. Can you talk about, about the, I know that's AFM, but was that you guys's um, idea to do the color that way or, you know, the, so the artist, um, who's a fellow from Greece, he has a company called remedy art design and you were, he did like the new Camelot album and he's done a bunch of stuff for Evergrey. Um, super talented guy. Yeah. I think he came up with a color scheme and, you know, like those like purples and everything like that. It Love just it. like looks great. And, um, so I don't know if you've seen our new album cover yet. For- I did. And I saw the vinyl, the way, the way it looks, it looks yeah. insane. Same artist, same, same artist epitaph. Love it. So I think we're really hitting our stride now with, with what we're doing, like sonically, visually, everything. I, yeah. as a fan, I totally agree. I think it's like, you guys have this clear vision and it's, you're, you're, you're firing on all cylinders, you know, from what I see. So, um, let's talk about the new bloodlines record, man. I, no. Man, I'm really excited for it. I love the first two singles you guys have put out. Um, kind of made, tell me, walk me through the new record, kind of your feelings and your thoughts on it. And and uh, what comes out in June, June, is that what you said? Yeah, I think like June 23rd or something. Okay, June 23rd. Okay, yeah, let's talk about Bloodlines and um, maybe how that kind of materialized. Okay. Um, so there's 10 tracks on the album, and it just worked out this way this time that I wrote seven of the 10 and, and Jakob wrote three. Um, on Epitaph, I think Toke had written two or three songs, and um, he left the band last summer. So now, yeah, uh, Jakob and I are the songwriters for the band. So, um, But uh, I took advantage of a lot of downtime during the pandemic to write new material, and I was really inspired by um, the reception from Epitaph. So I had this whole library of songs, and we chose seven of them um including some really cool instrumental stuff and yeah i mean i feel like the bloodlines album is sort of a continuation of what we were doing with epitaph where you have some songs that are um a little bit on the proggier side but we also have some really more like catchy stuff and you know it's all very epic and yeah powerful um when you guys heard it uh finally finished what were your thoughts are you you just ecstatic yeah yeah i mean the 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 songs on this album are so good and they're all once again like very distinctive and unique and um you know they all sort of yeah they all stand out on their own that's great that's a that's a uh, that's a, a huge thing you know 
for it to be cohesive, but you know, stand out on their own. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, the, you said the same art guy, which is awesome. So I, like w- the vision for their, like, what, what's the themes on the, on the record, you know, kind of, uh, maybe bring me through that. Um, lyrically, um, kind of all over the place again, you know, every song is about something, but it, everything could be interpreted as something else than maybe what it what it is or what it was intended to be. And that's something I've always liked about our lyrics, uh, where it's really up for interpretation from sure. from the listener. Like this one guy, I saw a comment from this one guy on, and like was saying that, um, you know, one of our songs was about, um, what are they called? Antifa or something. And I'm like, I commented and I'm like, dude, what, like this is a Scandinavian band what are you talking about? You know, like, like we had like some hidden Antifa messages in there. Yeah. Or something like that. It's like, that's, believe me, that's, that's the last thing on our mind, you know, <laughs> what, whatever, bro. <laughs> but it's like, if that's what you get out of it and you're still going to listen to it and appreciate it for what it is or whatever, yeah. or, or you're going to like, be like mad about something. Cause you think we're trying to like hint at something like we're yeah. just a bunch of, you know, dads in yeah. Jeremy. Just like who just, who just rip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. That's so cool. Um, man, I'm really excited for this record. I really am. I just, uh, again, I saw the artwork and the vinyl color. It looks insane. When are those coming up for pre-orders? Do you, are they up now or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't pre-order. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm going to, I'm going to do that today actually. Um, uh, order it from uh merchbooth.net. Because they, that. yeah, they have some killer pre-order packages with like t-shirts and stuff too. Oh, right. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Um, okay. So you described your show coming up in, um, the Nordic area. Any, I, any, I know you said there's not much more touring plans, but maybe like Prague power USA in the future, maybe something in the U S anything like that possibly. Yeah. Well, we'd love to come back and play Prague power. Um, we've already played that festival twice. Yeah. And it's gone really well both times. We, I love the the fans there and the community there. Yeah. Um, beyond that, uh, yeah, I mean, we don't really have anything. We've sort of been, we had this Norwegian tour booked, and then but then the pandemic happened, and it got rescheduled three times. Mm. And so we would like to try to finally make that happen, too, to have, like, three shows in Norway Yeah. all in a row. So that would be our version of a tour, you know, for sure. Sure, sure. Well... I hope you guys get to make it over here because I would love to see you guys. I'm in Florida, so I, I definitely would go to Prague Power in Atlanta, which would be really cool. Um, but, man, I'm really excited to have met you and really stoked for this new record. And I'm, I'm, I am really appreciate all the great music you guys have put out and just want to thank you guys for being amazing. Oh, thank you. Thanks for being a fan. Thanks for finding us. Yeah, man, absolutely. I, I tell everyone about, about you guys. I'm like, this band is insane. So... Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate your time, and um, yeah, I'll let you know when I post this. But I really, again, I really appreciate your time, and um, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me, bud. All right, Jonah. Talk to you soon. All right, bye bye. Hey, listener, thank you so much for tuning in again. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you to Jonah Weingarten. Uh, from the band Pyramids. What an awesome conversation. 
was really super stoked to talk to him. I love this band. I highly recommend them if you love anything melodic, progressive, metal, anything like that. Just an unbelievable band. Um, yeah, if you'd like to add me on Instagram and Facebook at the Rumors of Truth cast, if you'd like to like and subscribe, feel free. I'm not going to ask for it, guys. Um, got some amazing artists on the horizon again. And uh, just again, I appreciate the support and uh, nostalgia, man. It's a hell of a drug. <laughs>